you monkey mouth motherfucker sitting in my throne again. Let's go. Let's go. In the Walton voice. It's March. Aren't you guys excited? It's bracket time. And for, oh, wait. Actually, the streak ended when not March Madness. Oh, that's right. We paid $50,000 to be in the fucking CBI. Ah! This guy's falling. To my left, it's Trevor and Marco, Trevor McKinney, Marco Mamlin. You can follow us on Twitter at Silver Gold Show, where people unfollowed us because we called Dustin Thomas a quitter. Um, I did, actually. Trevor said to hold back a little bit. Um, but Jake has uh, mucho balls, or by some accounts is an idiot. Um, most accounts, actually, is an idiot. Uh, so welcome to the Silver and Gold Show. Uh, the Sky is Falling edition, episode number 21. Uh, it's actually not what the edition's called. We have some great 21s in CU history. Andre Roberson. Um, my, one of, God, I love that guy. Um, Still playing up in the NBA for the Oklahoma started, City Thunder. Started this year for a while. Yeah. KD got hurt. We got, uh, we got Scotty McKnight, McKnight. And we got Ray Carruth. Your history guy, Trev, say, say a little bit about Ray Carruth. Great receiver and could have had a pretty solid pro career, I think, if he didn't Aaron Hernandez it up and try and kill his wife and baby. But oh, that's what you meant by he was like the second Aaron Hernandez. Yeah, dude. Oh, I thought so you meant he was the first prison. Yeah, first. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, he's an idiot, but you know, Should you know, happen. shit happens. Was, Sometimes you like, want to murder your wife. It's he understandable. Was, he did pretty good, but see you. Funny, funny fact is like he was uh, the main target for Cordell at. Um, Miracle in Michigan. That's who Cordell was trying to throw to. But so it was like, uh, oh god, Brandon Marshall catching the pass that Brandon, or that oh Brandon that Lloyd. I was talking about Brandon Stokely, Stokely pass. Yeah. yeah, I called him Brandon Lloyd. It's I get all those Brandon. fucking Brandon, Brandon Stokely. Yeah. yeah, it's Brandon. Yeah, yeah. he's a white guy so named many, Brandon. We had Brandon Marshall, Brandon Stokely, Brandon Lloyd, and then we had John Elway, Jake Plummer, and Jay and Cutler. J- and Jay Cutler. Cornering the markets. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like the Jaguars with the black quarterbacks. Before. Yeah, David Carr and what's his name? Right, like Byron Leftwich. Oh my god! Right, and then you have the, the Patriots coaching staff with all black coaches and white wide receivers. As Bomani Jones says, because I'll go, <laughs> I'll go, I'll st- open the Jones, I'll open the the show twice in a row with Bomani Jones references from the same episode, actually. Because um, Bill Belichick will try to get any advantage he will get because of the racism of the other man. Uh, talking about how he gets discounted white wide receivers. Uh, yeah, so actually, it's Monday, March 16th, start of my new cellular bill, which is nice, because uh, I used all my data this month because I was tweeting crazy shit. If you look at our uh, Twitter timeline from the last 150 hours, it's literally psychotic. Um, you might want to get some mental help for us three at this point, or see you. Um, see Jake. Mostly me. I really needed I was flirting with a girl using my hashtag brand earlier today. Uh, so let's start with where the craziness started. Um, last time we talked to you was before the Pac-12 tournament, and we had Washington and Washington State. And we beat uh, Washington. And we, it was a very similar game against Washington State. And we blew it at the end because we couldn't inbound the ball, which is funny because that's all that Trevor Simmons at CU Bus Basketball is talking about to us all year, that we couldn't inbound the ball and it would come back and bite us eventually. And it did in the last game of the year because we still couldn't inbound the ball in March. Is that fall on the player or the coach? Everybody. 
It's a basketball team for God's sake. Following the athletic director. <laughs> sure. From the top down. Um, so we ended up with a 10, ten seed. seed instead of an 8 seed, which I didn't think was a good thing because I still thought that we had a chance at the NCAA tournament. Boy, was I wrong. Oh, well, actually the NIT, but still. You know, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be nice. This is I'm trying to be nice here. Uh, so we ended up upsetting Oregon State in the first round and Gary Payton Jr., or the second uh, junior. I think it's Gary Payton the second junior. No, no you're, that you're just combined. saying the same thing <laughs> yeah. twice. No, because he's he, Gary Payton. No, because Gary Payton has another kid named Gary Payton with another wife. So that's why he's Gary Payton Jr. the second. Are you sure about yes, that? Yes, I'm pretty. Because <laughs> is that on the back of his jersey like that? I don't think that you can do that though. You can do whatever the hell you want, dude. George Foreman has like ten kids named. George you're allowed Foreman. to own a gun. You can <laughs> yeah. you can fucking name your kid Gary Payton. <laughs> um, uh, like there's like the Rangers have two guys named uh, Rugged o- Odor. Two different guys, same same family. Oh uh, they named God. both of their kids Rugged Odor. Who names um, a kid Rugged? They, kid? They're from Latin America, oh, okay. so it's not like okay, it's yeah, not the American yeah. translation. Okay, yeah, well, um, he's a tough guy. I'm so Rugged Odor. <laughs> um, so we ended up winning against Oregon State in what was a really fun game uh, to the point where me and Marco were going to go to Vegas, and I'm pretty sure Trevor was going to come if we were going to go, um, because we were going to tie him up to the back of my Jeep and make him come. Uh, he could study for all of his Because he was 21 and we're not, so we needed, yeah. we needed someone to buy us alcohol. Uh, where are you, Ryan, when we need you, Ryan Koningsberg? Buy us alcohol. He doesn't buy us alcohol because he's a good boy. Um, yeah, I'm calling out Ryan. Yeah. Following the law. Following the law. How dare Ryan follow the law? <laughs> Dress so good. God, I'm jealous of his suits. Uh, so we go to the Pac-12 tournament. We beat Oregon State. We look like we're on a high. It seems like we got a shot at beating Oregon because we've had shots to beat him this year when we played them. And honestly, I thought we were going to be Oregon. I thought that actually wasn't going to be a problem. And I was already starting to look forward to Utah. And I was thinking about our matchup with DeLon Wright and all that stuff. And... We start off the game amazingly. A great run. We played 44 minutes straight of great basketball. The first and second half of the uh, the Oregon State game, and then the first four minutes of the the Oregon Oregon game. I'd even extend it like to the first like 12 minutes of the Oregon game. Well, we had a great run, and then they had the run. after the first TV timeout, they went on a huge. That's run. a good point. Yeah, yeah. we we got off to that like really quick run, and then essentially without that, we would have been down at halftime. But. Yeah. You know, it helped us keep pace with them. And at halftime, I still called up Jake, and I was like, are, are you ready to, you know... Um, get, are we going to Vegas? Yeah, are we going to Vegas? And, so we uh, were still thinking about going to Vegas at halftime. <laughs> and boy, how things changed in the next 20 minutes of basketball. Uh, it went from, oh, okay, maybe we'll go to Vegas tomorrow. Maybe we'll drive to Vegas, who has the best gas mileage, to, oh my god, it's this year again. I fucking hate this team. I fucking hate life. Just give Ski the curtain call and call it a day, and let's start football already. And that's what happened. It was, you know, it was, it was, it was brutal. That the way that ended, it was brutal, and the season was over. And it's the last time we we're ever going to see Ski Booker in a CU uniform. And God, what a terrible way to end it. And Ski didn't end in a memorable game. We were never going to remember Ski's last game. And 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 you know, Arizona's gonna win the Pac twelve tournament, we can't stop them and it, it was just it was all the things coming to fruition at once and it was such a terrible season. We didn't have a chance at the NCA anymore. Our NIT hopes were terrible. It was just brutal. Then we find out late Sunday night, 
a glimmer of hope. <laughs> and something called the CBI, which came across my timeline. I'm like, who has CBI? What kind of sexual transmitted disease is that? <laughs> I, th I thought it was like an STD. Um, it turns out it's the College Basketball Invitational, which is something that schools like Gardner-Webb do. Uh, we're still not sure if it's Gardner-Webb or Gardner-Weber. Uh, we're split on this. Uh, and they're coming to play in Boulder Wednesday night at the cost of CU of $50,000. So not only did we not make the NCAA tournament, not only did we not make the NIT, but we didn't even get invited to the CBI. California did and some other schools. We're paying them to let us play. And, okay, it's like, all right, well, this is going to develop the team. We're going to see Ski play one more time. It's, it's nice, right? It's, I mean, I, there's some positives here besides the fact that we're going to have to watch more diarrhea of basketball. Uh, and then what happens? Oh, Ski's not going to play, which is understandable. You know, he's got no reason to play. This is for next year. It's to build the team for next year. And then it comes out that there are pretty selfish reasons that Ski's not playing. He's not playing so the team can improve. He's playing so he doesn't get hurt for the draft. Which sounds crazy, but he might get drafted the way he's averaging numbers and if he has a huge combine. Um, and then later this morning, um, Dustin Thomas left the program, who seems to be a fan favorite amongst everyone besides us. Uh, we still don't know why, but we'll talk about that in a second. And then... We found out that we're playing Iowa State at a neutral site. So a lot happened yeah, with is, the basketball. We're playing Iowa State next year. Next year. Uh, so literally all that could happen in one day happened. And there still might be more coming. So it's kind of risky having the podcast now. So let's start off with this. How do you think the Pac-12 tournament went? I actually think it went kind of well. I did not expect to win at all. And we got a win. And then we kind of competed against Oregon, which is a pretty solid team. Um, so, I don't know. It could have been a lot worse. I mean, it definitely, the whole year could have been a lot better. But I think if we take ourselves away from the expectations that we had, I think that this year was not a bad Pac-12 tournament. I, I think if you look at it from the perspective of when you look back and you look at our preview podcast, and I did recently, and it said that, you know, we, the worst possible expectations. What was the worst possible? And you, you, you think of a, and this is honestly, and you look at what we thought was going to be the worst possible expectation, it was better than that. It was better than that. And, and Matt Smith, if you went from Matt's projection of the 10th seed, he was right. It wasn't that terrible of a season. Go ahead, Marco. What's your opinion of the Pac-12 tournament? Well, I mean, to start with, I went into the Pac-12 tournament with zero expectations for this team. So to that extent, I was actually pleasantly surprised. And what I saw from the team was all the stuff that I wanted to see the entire season that we just didn't see. You know, like Trayshawn Fletcher and... Shooting you know, the ball. Yeah, shooting yeah. the ball. And Dom Collier, you know, actually, like, being aggressive and... Looking playing. like he has talent. Exactly. Yeah. So we saw players actually showing some potential. So for a second, I got that glimmer of hope. And as me and Jake said, we wanted to go down to Las Vegas to support this team because we have come to love this team even for all of its faults. But, you know, reality hit. It may have only been a day later, but... And I, overall, I'd say it was more successful than I expected. Yeah, you know, you don't expect to beat the ten or the seven seed as a ten seed. That's just not something you expect. Uh, and you know, you know what the best part about the last three or four games of the season was was Josh Scott looked like Josh Scott again. 
we call I call them soft. I don't. I can't speak for them. I often speak for them, and I I don't mean to. I just, it's just something I do. Um, but I'm right. Let's be honest. I'm right, right, guys. I hope I hope I need I, I need your confirmation. Am I right about things? You talking about in general or just Josh in general? Injury. Yeah, in general, general yeah. <laughs> but I felt like Josh was Scott or Josh Josh was Scott. Uh, Josh was soft. Um, and you know what? He he manned up. He grew a pair and he played and he played very well. And props to him. And I'm be very interested to see how he plays during the CBI. I'd actually probably not even rather see him play. I'd rather just have him take the more one more weekend yeah. off, just because uh, we're going to talk about it. The talent is still there for this team. So we'll talk about that in a second. But the Pac-12 tournament was nice uh, in overall. I thought it could have gone better, could have gone worse. And but it was better than we expected, and that's all you could take away from it. And then we transitioned into this. We're dancing. We're playing in a tournament in March. Yay. Um, I remember watching every single game of the NIT when it was Corey's senior year and Alec was coming out, and he led the Big 12 in scoring. And that team was so good. So good. They should have been in the tournament. That should have completely gypped. Either way, we, we can't deny the fact that that helped the next year's team win the Pac-12 tournament. Yeah. So, what do you guys think about CU paying to play in the CBI? It's not the NIT. So, I think that it's kind of a load of bullshit. But, I mean, I, uh, time will tell. I mean, who knows? Next year, if we win the national championship, I think all we'll be talking about is how we can credit this to the CBI. But There you go. You know? And Trevor said it here first. We're winning the championship next Yep, year. yep. <laughs> Fuck it, we're gonna win undefeated. football too. Yeah, undefeated. We're better than the ski team. Yeah, I'll talk about it in a second. Um, go ahead, Marco. I mean, I, I have to agree with Trevor. Um, I don't know. I mean, we're putting a lot of eggs in one basket to really to pay to play in a tournament that we have to win to be have it considered not a failure. They're, right. If and we lose, it's just complete. We just not only made our position worse, we possibly will lose recruits or some situation. I mean. It's it's true. Yeah, it's the harsh reality. If we lose to Gardner Weber, that's fuck or Web. We still don't even know the name of the school. We lose to that school. This is how little we know. Where is that school? Okay, I think it's Seattle, and they're like the Purple Dragons. Okay, I'm gonna guess like Memphis, like mid Central America. Central Central America. (laughs) Central United States. (laughs) Okay, Atlantic Coast. Uh, There's a coast of Atlanta. Um, I bet they're in like the, one of the Carolinas. Yup. North. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> I read it and I was like, I, I read the information. I was like, I never need to know this again. Yeah. Um, they're the running bulldogs. Oh. That's Have you ever seen a bulldog run? Bulldogs can't even give birth. <laughs> Who needs them? Um, I realize I'm turning into Walt meets Skip Bayless, but um, <laughs> that would be a character. That's man. a scary thought. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, and somehow some people at the Rockies want me to do a podcast. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> all all of you nobodies out there, stay tuned to that. Uh, yeah, we can talk about how bad the Rockies are. Jesus, Not yet. please don't get me Not started. Yet. Yeah, on that. Um, <laughs> different sport, different time. Uh, so, yeah, we got the CBI coming up, and like Marco said, if we don't win the entire tournament, it is unsuccessful. I think that this could be interesting because, like, this could be Tad challenging the team. 
you know, saying like, look, if you guys want to step up and play well next year, this is it. You know, this is going to determine it. So we'll see how it goes. But You know, and I think going along the lines of challenging, one of the things Tad did with challenge was bringing on, we didn't talk about this, was making them stay here for the summer. And I haven't actually talked to you guys about this yet, but I am staunchly against them staying here in the summer. Because if you guys remember, with Spencer Dinwiddie, he went and played for Team USA and Adidas Nation. He played in Russia. He played all around the world. And he got so much better from his sophomore to his junior year. And I'm not saying every guy is Spencer Dinwiddie. But it's not about the talent of a Spencer Dinwiddie. It's about if you're 20 years old, 21 years old like we are, the only person that can change your life for yourself is you. It's not going to be someone to babysit you over the summer telling you to lift weights. If you want to get better, you're going to get better. Otherwise, you're not going to get better. And that's just how it is at our age, and that's the reality of it. And babysitting these guys isn't going to help anybody. And that's my opinion. If you, if you think babysitting, uh, I don't know, let's say Jerron Hopkins, because Jerron Hopkins should be a lot better. If you think babysitting Jerron rather than having him go play for the summer teams he's gonna go, he was going to go play for is going to improve Jerron, I think you're, you're wrong. And I understand that there's the discipline aspect of it, that you want to discipline the team together and have them grow together. But you can do that. You have plenty of time in the spring and the fall and the winter. If, if you don't discipline them right over those times, how is the summer going to be any different than the rest of the year? I think the only thing that I have against that is that a lot of our players had discipline problems this year. So even with the summer schedule. So I think that Dominique was here over the summer and he was suspended for the first two two weeks for smoking weed allegedly. Exactly. So like I don't but know But he was here under the program. Yeah. So I don't see how keeping them here is beneficial to the discipline. I, I like I'm agreeing with you. I mean I don't Okay, well I mean from the other side I just I'd like to say I mean I see what you're talking about when you say they can they that what Tad is saying is he wants them to play together and that is something that they don't need to be here for. But if you look, if you put them here, and he gets, you know, he spoke to George Carl. He had George Carl come and talk to the team earlier this year, talking to them about how they need to run, how they need to use the altitude to their. How advantage. about defense and rebounding first? Right, I, I I see that. But you put the team up here at altitude for the entire summer. You train them. You have them working together and have them acclimated and get in a running sort of yeah. formation. That is the only way I could possibly see this. And that running. would be a positive, but. I think we've kind of lost some trust for Tad this year, and, yeah. and that's that's where it comes from for me. And uh, one of the things with this is, is having them here. If you don't like someone, you're around them more. You're going to like them more? No. If I don't like you and I'm around you more, I'm going to like you less. And it's, it, it's very obvious that these guys are not having fun playing basketball this year. Just look at any of the quotes Brian Hall or Ryan Koningsberg have put out the last few days. Matt even stopped putting out quotes, I think, just because he's so sick of this shit. Um, I mean, I can't speak for Matt. That's whatever Matt thinks, you know, that's what Matt thinks. But, but I'm just saying, I, that's what I think Matt thinks. So... Um, I mean, I'd be sick of this shit. It's bullshit. It, the whole thing is bullshit. It's just silly. That's what I said. The definition of silly is foolishness. Foolishness. And that's what this is getting into. And, and having them stay for the summer, the CBI, it's just all foolish. The program's turning into to, to fool. And, and, and look at what happened today. One of the players that people thought had the most talent on the team, I put that in quotes, air quotes, not that you guys could see that, that are listening, because none of us saw that. 
But people thought that this guy had the most quote uh, uh, or, uh, potential on the team. He left today. He left. He quit on the program. Um, and the, the only reason he would have quit was because there was no better option than to quit. And whether that be a family issue or not, we don't know. But what I do know is this season was horrible. And it was horrible for Dustin Thomas. And it was horrible for everyone involved. And I'm not saying it's bad on Dustin Thomas that he quit. I've never quit anything in my life. But, you know, I could understand why he quit. Sometimes you need a fresh start. Right. And, and, and it might but, be but it's, a team as well. Right. And it, but it's, I don't think Dustin Thomas was a problem. It's more of the atmosphere that made him quit than it was Dustin Thomas quitting that I have a problem with Dustin Thomas quitting. And, yeah, I, I agree with that. It's, it's the atmosphere that, hey, we have a bunch of guys that all have similar skill sets. Let's go out there, and you guys should all know how to play basketball now. Let's just go go play. And it it didn't work. It was a failed experiment. We should just kind of start fresh. Cut our losses and yeah. move on. Um, you guys remember, uh, this, is a, this is a solid reference, uh, the Rangers, uh, three or four years ago, the New York Rangers had Marion Gabrick, Rick Nash, Brad Richards, just like all the top talent in hockey at one point. I was like, this was the year the Blackhawks won the Cup. I preseason predicted the Rangers were going to win the Cup that year. That's how good I thought they were. And they were shit. And you know what I attributed that to? Too many cooks. Too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. Um, and that might be this case, but we don't know yet. Um, and I did, I, there is a lot of talent still here, so it could be that. But we're not against Dustin Thomas. Good for him that he made the decision in his life that he felt that was best for him. That takes a lot of courage. I've been and there. Especially from a young man in his college age. like It's tough to it's, make those decisions. It's very, very hard to make those decisions. I mean, I came across something very major last year, and I ended up staying here. But it's very, very hard to transfer or not transfer and have that in the back of their mind. And a lot of college kids do have that in the back of their mind. We're not athletes, but it's just something that's, that, that's very hard to do. And Dustin Thomas had the courage to do it. So when I say he quit, it's not a discount on Dustin Thomas. That is quite literally the definition of quitting. He left the program. That's what he did. But it's more I have a problem with Tad Boyle and the running of the CU basketball organization that someone, quote-unquote, with the most potential on the team, left the program. So, uh, any more to add I mean, on that? Pretty much said it all. The one thing I'd like to say is, I, for Dustin Thomas personally, I think this is actually a really good move because I think for he needs some time off to, not time off, but time to reevaluate his game and improve in some areas where he lacked and fit his, his frame a little bit better. And maybe, you know, that year off, that when you transfer, you were ineligible for a year. So he can go with a new team and get acclimated to the new surroundings and work on his game so that when he comes back, he's more I mature. don't know if he'd have to face the transfer rules because he left the program. Really? Yeah, yeah I, I don't no, know. I don't know the rules specifically. Yeah. I just figured you transfer. I know the NCAA is bullshit. That's what I do now. I, I, yeah, watch that John Oliver piece, people, if you if you haven't seen it. Go go HBO Go and watch that about the NCAA. Yeah, I have a feeling that he'll probably go back home to Texas. I would not be surprised if he ends up at UT or even like SMU or something playing for Coach Brown. Larry Brown. But, he, but, already, he already changed his Twitter bio from like Boulder, Colorado to West Texas or whatever. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> uh, but we, live, we wish you best, Dustin, if you're listening, which you're not. But <laughs> Why um, would you? Yeah, but. Jeffrey Bates might be listening. We're buddies. Well, so you never know. I think he has a couple things on his mind right now. Pussy. Nice. Pussy money weed. Uh, all right. So we got a few more things to cover before we get to the fun stuff. We have the fight. 
yeah. apparently there was a fight on the hill. We talked about this a few weeks ago where we were like, there's no way they were in a fight in the hill. Well, Josh Tupo allegedly sounds like the drunk Incredible Hulk. Uh, he smashed a bunch of shit, broke a nose, punched a bunch of people. Uh, Donovan Lee was egging him on. So this is not good news, obviously. I read this laughing hysterically, and I actually love this. I love when people... I love when these type of players are associated with your program because it's badass. And I want guys that are just... Because it takes a lot of passion to go do something like this. And it takes someone with a lot of courage to be drunk o- and OJ fucking punch and Aaron people. OJ and Hernandez had a lot of passion, too. Oh, man. yeah. But they, they murdered people. Well, OJ didn't. But... <laughs> easy, easy. Hey. <laughs> hey. Silence. Um, but you look at it, and, you know, like, uh, Aaron Hernandez only allegedly Hey, he's still my favorite tight end. I have getting into Anyways, but like you look at like uh, I'm I'm not comparing people that murder people to someone that just gets in a bar fight. But like you you look at a guy that gets a bar fight. Like I kind of like that. Like I kind of like a guy like that. Like my favorite players that I've ever watched are like Rasheed Wallace. Like I love guys that are just badass. Um, so would you put a Latrell Sprewell or a Meta World Peace slash Run our test? Oh yeah, look at those. Look at the look at the 2001 Bulls. Do you guys know who was about the 2001 Bulls? They won like 20 games. It was the year after Jordan left, or no, 2000 Bulls. And they had like Hershey Hawkins, uh, John Starks, Metal World Peace, oh <laughs> like Lamar. They didn't have Lamarcus Aldridge. Who do they have? Uh, like Lamar Odom. Like and they used to in Jalen Rose. They used to drink 40s in the locker room um, <laughs> at halftime. Um, <laughs> But honestly, I do like when you when you guys do have like a crazy fucking guy. Uh, it kind of makes for fun, and it kind of makes it kind of makes uh, it kind of makes someone to fear. Honestly, like he, now now like if he does play again, because there is that question, because he's gonna be suspended. You're uh, I don't know the only quarterback I can Jared Goff. You're Jared Goff, and Josh Tupo, who's led CU in tackles, or or you know who has a lot of tackles at CU is lining up in defensive tackle, and he's lining up with that crazy mugshot face. And he's like, I'm going to fucking kill you. This guy might actually kill you. So, you know, that's just something to fear. Uh, Next I, time I like to see that action on the field, though. Rather yeah. than so the, whoever, whoever says we're not positive, we just took a fucking bar fight and <laughs> turned it into a positive thing. Yeah, I, I got a challenge for Tupo. If you break, um, let's say Arizona quarterback's name. Oh god, I hate that guy. Me too, too. Solomon. Solomon. If you yeah, break his, Solomon, if you break uh, Solomon's nose, I'll buy you Chipotle. <laughs> That's not an NCAA violation, by the way. Is it's it a not? service. I'm paying him to do a job. So like, <laughs> like a bounty. It is a it is a legal. <laughs> we'll talk job. about that on the X rated podcast. Yeah. The, the the how much? So like, hold on. I'll, I'll, how is this so not you, an X-rated wait? You podcast. can so like if you were hooked. Like if you could like you could sell yourself as a prostitute and it wouldn't be an no, NCAA violation. That's prostitution. That's illegal. It has to be a legal. Um, yeah, but it's essentially like you are. Doing but it's like bouncer. steroids. Steroids were weren't well, illegal okay. in baseball. Ba- bounties are legal though. Yeah. Do you not know that? <laughs> no. <laughs> God, where do you think? Uh, uh, Greg Williams. I thought he was in jail. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think he's coaching again. He is. He's Jesus. in St. Louis. Yeah, that's what I thought. Jeff Fisher like way, signed him. Nick and then... Fairley, Chris Long, and Robert Quinn on that defense. They got line. Nick Fairley. They got Nick Fairley. Isn't James Laurinaitis still yes. there? Yeah. And they, they, they signed. Who signed AJ Hawk? Oh. No one. Yet. No one yet. 
They should sign them and get the band back together. The Ohio State oh linebackers. Dude, the national but they're, you're you're right. they're the best pass rush in football. Yes, because it's James Laurinaitis and AJ Hawk. Robert Quinn is always. I don't right. know how people. Like, people are like Michael Brockers, and it's like the next year they missed on Robert. Nobody Quinn. knows Same what we're school. talking about. Oh, is this um, still on the podcast? Yes, we're still on the podcast. <laughs> so we got a ski booker. Uh, we failed to mention this yet. He is not playing in the CBI, which could seem selfish, uh, but it's actually really good for the program and ski. Uh, he just was kind of selfish in his quotes. He's not the best quote. He says kind of dumb things from now and then. Uh, like, I love you, Cecilia Booker. So, Skia Booker, the news from the CBI, is Ski is not going to play. And it's somewhat selfish of him, but it's also not because it's better for him and better for the program that he does not play. However, he did not practice today, and Dustin Thomas did. And Dustin Thomas isn't part of the program anymore. So, I, I don't know what's going on. I'm making the smiley shrug face right now, um, just the, because I don't know. Yeah, I'm just gonna guess that Ski is, you know, cut his losses and packed his bags and he's ready for the NBA. <laughs> I don't think he's even in Denver anymore. <laughs> you know, you know what's funny about the NBA with, with Ski? You should add a D after it for the NBA D League. Yeah. You know what? Because who's a better player, Spencer or Ski? I mean, Spencer all the way. And who played in the D League this year? Spencer. Exactly. Right. But. You look at a horrible team that the teams that are looking in that made a tank and stuff, and Ski is the fir- the perfect image you know, for that you know, team. You know who I compare Ski to at this point? Who? Isaiah Thomas. That's who I compare to. Because he got drafted. The, the second Isaiah Thomas, the one who's still playing in the NBA right now. Um, because <laughs> he got drafted team. with the irrelevant pick, uh, Mr. Relevant. Uh, he was drafted 60th overall. And he was a great player at Washington, just no one knew about him. Really. And they just dissed him for his size. I mean, he yeah. was a guy that always played bigger than he was. And now who's about to get that big contract? It's true. Not Ski Booker. He'll never get that. Yeah. I, yeah, I, like, I can compare he'll him be to playing with Jake, Thomas, He'll be playing with Jacob Pullen over in Europe. <laughs> he's an NBA 2K. Are you? No, you're not. So Jacob Pullen's still boss. I, I, he's like my favorite player that ever played against CU. I was going to make a whole uh, Ralphie Report post about... Why you should love everyone else in the Pac-12, not from CU. Like, just like other people, like Stanley Johnson. Like, I love Stanley Johnson. He doesn't. I love Rondé Hollis-Jefferson. I love Sean Miller. I'll admit it. Mm. He loses me a lot of money, though, quite frequently. Uh, so, Ski's not playing. Uh, we'll see how that goes, because the Collier-Hopkins backcourt is going to be hilarious. Uh, it's going to be so hilarious that uh, Xavier Talton will be the, the third guy off the bench for the backcourt. And you know who's going to be number four? Brett Brady. Oh, that's good. He he jumped over Eli Stalzer. That's that's awesome. Oh, I Finally. forgot about Eli Stalzer. How oh, could I forget about Beethoven's fifth? Eli's getting ready for the NBA too. <laughs> yeah, the he's, national, he's gonna, he's gonna the, the national the uh, for the national Brazilian Association. <laughs> and I was no, trying the keyboards to think of, like, for the keyboard. Cubs or Yeah, the key, oh. like he'll, he's gonna play the organ at yeah. Nuggets games. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so we actually have another ski news, and this is about the skiing team. What about that transition? Um, the, the skiing team, the skiing team, ski, ski team. team, the ski team. There you go. <laughs> um, won the national championship. So congratulations, ski team! You keep winning the national championships. You're the only reason that we do win national championships. When's the last time we won a non-ski team national championship? Cross country this year. Okay, really? so we, we, oh, win, yeah, we yeah, win all the true. sports that don't count, basically. All the, yeah. all the sports that do this for you. All the sports that suburban white people do. All the sports Skiing that do this. Country. Right here. 
with or without your help. Right. No touching. How much clearer can I say? There's always money in a banana stand. There's always money in a banana stand. And that's what cross country and ski team is all about. They're always money. There's always money in a banana stand. I was wondering what that was going to be in reference That's Ben Burroughs' line. I had to take that because Arrested Development is awesome. And the other day I got asked who I'd want to play me in a movie, and it was between Mike Myers and Jason Bateman. And I had to choose Mike Myers because Mike Myers has longer hair. Who, 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 really? Yes. Hold on, we'll talk about that later. Who do you think would play me in a movie? I mean, personality-wise or looks-wise? I don't know, it's hard to get a combo. I see Larry David personality-wise. Yeah, yeah I, I'm, I literally am Larry David. <laughs> yeah, that's but I, I, I don't, like, I don't know, like, yeah. Bradley Cooper, right? <laughs> sure, man. People yeah, don't know yeah. what I look like, it's a podcast. <laughs> yeah, why not? You got Brad Pitt, you got George Clooney, Trevor and Marco. Yeah, I'm Will Smith, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Alina Mazel. Or Alina, whatever. Adina. Adina. It doesn't matter. She can't <laughs> sing. Um, this is a very odd... Okay. I'm not uh, even like halfway through this shit. Yeah. Jesus. What else do we have to talk I about? I told you. So we got to this in the, the CBI The CBI bracket. So we have the CBI bracket. We're making a CBI bracket pool. I don't know how this is going to work, but we're doing it. We're doing it up. We're making the CBI bracket. Uh, Trevor, let's start it off with your CBI bracket. All right. Uh, wait, wait, wait. First, we have to tell you about all the teams in the CBI. Oh, God. do we? No, nobody's going to know, like, a single team. <laughs> yeah. Like, as you quizzed us earlier, we don't even know where half the teams are. Like, if they're even in the United it. States. I know where Delaware State is. It's in the state of Delaware. Boom, um, bingo. So we got Gardner-Webb, Colorado, Pepperdine, which I really want to go to, Seattle, Stony Brook, Mercer, Eastern Michigan, Louisiana Monroe, Vermont, Hofstra, Radford, Delaware State, Ryder, Loyola Chicago, UC Santa Barbara, and Oral Roberts. And as Trevor mentioned earlier, the Ryder Oral Oral Roberts (laughs) matchup is going to be the most sexual NBA game or college basketball game of all time. That's that's my favorite. That's probably good. I'm I'm most looking forward to that game. If they if Ryder and Oral Roberts both win, that's I'm I'm hoping that happens. All right, so. Who do you got in your CBI bracket? All right, so I got CU winning their first game but losing their second game to Seattle. Stony Brook beating um, Mercer and then beating Eastern Michigan. Uh, fun fact, Earl Boykins went to Eastern Michigan. Anyway, uh, Vermont beating Hofstra, and then they'll beat um, Delaware State. Um, and then... Of course, I have the Ryder Oral Roberts matchup with Oral Roberts coming out on top. Sometimes you gotta get on that oral game. You know, sometimes heads the best way. Exactly. Um, so plus being on bottom's better. Oh uh, yeah. You don't have to do anything. Behind is best. Anyway. <laughs> so the my quarterfinals are Seattle Who's? versus Stony Brook and Vermont versus Oral Roberts. And who do you have as your championship of the CBI? I'm going with Stony Brook. I don't wow. know why, but something about them. <laughs> um, that's two out of three in that championship game. Yep. Championship uh, some, games. Something about that team. Marco, who do you have? I do not give a flying fuck about the CBI, so as a homer, I'm going to pick CU, even though there's probably no shot. And I am the only one that picked CU to lose in the first game. I have Gardner-Webber beating CU, or Gardner-Webb, I still don't know, beating CU. It doesn't matter, really. It has no effect on us. Uh, well, except they're going to hand us a loss. 
Uh, then I have Pepperdine winning and beating Gardner-Webb, the running Bulldogs, we'll just call them that. Uh, Mercer beating Stony Brook because I had Mercer beating Duke last year. I called that upset. That was one of the greatest upsets of all time. Uh, I've gone really back and forth with this Eastern Michigan-Louisiana-Monroe matchup because they both have hyphenated names. Um, <laughs> Louisiana-Monroe is at home, but Eastern Michigan's in the Midwest, so I chose them, uh, and they're going to lose to Mercer too. So we got Mercer and Pepperdine coming out of the, the left side. Sure. Um, I don't think anyone's even looked at the bracket to know what you're talking about. Like, Honestly, does anyone sides. even know that we're in the CBA? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, like, I thought podcast? it was a tournament that we entered in the beginning of the season. When I told my dad that we were in the CBI, he almost fell on the floor laughing. But that was my reaction as well. Um, I have Hofstra beating uh, Vermont, Vermont and then Radford. Shout out to Delaware State, though. I have Loyola, Loyola Chicago beating Ryder and then Loyola Chicago beating UC Santa Barbara. UC Santa Barbara I picked because one of my high school crushes goes there. And Loyola Chicago I picked because one of my high school crushes goes there. So the hotter high school crush won, so Loyola Chicago won. And Loyola Chicago is going to win it all. Nice. So boom. Um, boom, you won the CBI. Yeah. If I win the CBI pool, I will literally throw a party I would you guys, and you guys are gonna, you, you are the only two invited, <laughs> and we'll do a podcast. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and you, you'll buy, and we'll split the beer. Yeah. So it'll be like every other, every other podcast. podcast. <laughs> um, then we got the actual bracket, and we're gonna give you guys our elite eight because uh, we're gonna skimp it down a little bit. All right. Uh, Trevor, let's go with you. All right. I got Maryland versus Notre Dame. Maryland wins. Wisconsin versus Zona. Zona wins. Villanova versus Virginia, Nova wins, Utah, Iowa State, Iowa State wins, and then in the final four, I got Maryland beating Arizona, and Iowa State beating Villanova, and Maryland taking it all. Marco, what do you got? I'm just going to do my Elite Eight. Um, I got Kentucky and Kansas and uh, in the top bracket, and then Wisconsin and Zona, and uh, Duke and Iowa State, and Wyoming and Virginia. Uh, just quick little thing on Wyoming. Uh, huge shout out to Riley Grabo, our friend from high school at Border High. He led us really far in tournaments um, all through high school. State awesome championship. player, exactly. And um, you know, I, I actually, I'm not just going with Wyoming because I'm a homer. I actually believe like that their team is legit enough to win. So I got them going all the way to the Elite Eight. Um, and then I got um, Virginia playing Zona in the championship. I've got Kentucky losing to Kansas in the top left. Uh, yeah, Kansas, man, rock chalk. Uh, I have Arizona beating Oregon because or that'd be hilarious. Arizona beating Oregon for a fourth time. Um, Wyoming because of Riley, and that's the only reason. Uh, losing to UVA. I've got Utah losing to Zaga because I'm a Zaga homer for some reason. Uh, I, I, I Mark Few. I'm a fan of Mark Few. And then I got KU playing Zaga in the uh the final game, and I have KU. Taking the cake uh, for the sixth national championship in Kansas basketball history. First since 2003 or five? Eight. Oh my God. Oh, What's the matter up? with you? Whoa, let's I've, keep that I've on the air. I've had so much Malibu. I've had so much Malibu. Because I was trying to think of Kirk Heinrich, oh and I got Kirk Heinrich and Carmelo Air. I'm like, he's, he's doing this round. for getting Mario Chalmers. No, I was like, <laughs> well, see, but like, I have. I don't have a Mario Chalmers jersey, I have a Danny Manning jersey, so I can tell you 88 miracles every, you know, off the top of my head easily. That's not an issue. We'll, we'll let you hear yeah. By the way, quick shout out, high school basketball-wise, Eric Adam, my alma mater, just won the 4A state title in basketball. 
congratulations to them. They have no very good players. They're a great team. Congratulations. Oh, well, we're pot. Oh, we forgot to talk about the spring game. Oh, did anyone? Yeah. There were some players that looked good. We'll see them next year. Yeah, I watched the drills. It was pretty much like the yeah, Underwear Olympics minus the Basically, it was better than Plus Underwear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't have to see all that stupid shit. I remember the, one, the only takeaway I had from the spring game last year was, oh, this Bryce Bobo guy is really good, and then he barely played this year. So the spring game is pretty much meaningless. I run into him at the end all the time. And I'm just Oh, I should! I ran into Shea Fields today, and he has the highest voice, and it's the funniest thing. Uh, what else did I fail to mention? I failed to mention enough. We're really hurting for followers on our hashtag brand. Not because we have an awesome Twitter account. Uh, shout out to myself and us. Uh, you can follow us on SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, Podbean, and Sound. You already said that. Stitcher. Yeah. Whatever. We're, we're on places. Find us. Yeah. Uh, not on many girls, though. Uh, <laughs> like Another bottom joke. High five. It should be a low five. More bottom jokes. Um, i this before because. Anymore. That's what she said. <laughs> and it's going to wrap it up for the Silver and Gold Show. You can follow us on all the places I just previously mentioned. Episode number 21, the Andre Robertson edition. Is that what we're calling it? I slash Scotty McKnight. Slash the Great All right, none of us are split, so we're just going to call it the number 21 edition. We'll see you next week or whenever we decide to do this again. Have fun listening to Kendrick Lamar's new album, and we'll talk to you later. Have a good summer. Have a great Take you.